and welcome to the podcast of the Prison Officers Association, the UK's largest professional union for prison, correctional and secure psychiatric workers with over 30,000 members. In this episode, we look at developments at Manston in Kent. This site hit the headlines for all the wrong reasons in 2022, with migrants enduring long delays and dangerously unsanitary conditions before being processed. This caused the union to issue public warnings about the conditions on site, both for residents and the POA members working there. Over the past year, things have changed, and a new branch with a new committee is now in place. Assistant General Secretary Andy Baxter is joined by Manston Branch Secretary Allen and committee members Callum, Michaela and Mark to discuss an amazing transformation which will see the new branch become one of the largest in the country, establishing effective working relationships with Mighty and what it's like working in one of the juxtaposed sites in France. Well, listeners, welcome to the POA podcast. We are today sitting at the Discovery Centre, which is in the far reaches of Kent, in the middle of the Kent countryside. Andy Baxter, POA Assistant General Secretary, what are we doing here? Yeah, we're we're at Discovery uh, Park down in Kent. We've been doing a very informal training session with our new Manston POA committee reps. I'm not sure if you're aware, but we set up earlier in the year, we set up a, a committee at Manston due to the fact that the branch was increasing substantially. It's potentially got the chance to be one of the biggest POA branches in the country. Mighty Care and Custody gave us permission to form a, a committee. So in the late summer last year, we had an election and we had a, a committee elected with a branch chairman, a branch secretary and, and reps for each of the shift on site. So today we have an informal get together and we're going through some very specific Mighty policies and a little bit of training and shared knowledge and experience. And Alan, you are the secretary of the, the new yep. branch, I, I understand. But but actually, you've probably got more prison service experience than anyone I've ever met, certainly. How many years did you have with HMPPS and, and what differences do you notice between that sector and coming to work for Mighty? I was in the HMP for 42 years. I've been with Mighty at Manston for the past two years. Obviously, there's a lot more... How can I say camaraderie in the prison service? I think the the POA is new to Mighty, especially at Manston, and I think people are getting sort of coming round to the, the fact that uh, we are union based. And is that, is that is that something they're taking their time getting used to the fact that that that's the way things work and work best? I think they are. I think they the they're getting used to the way that the POA works and how, what benefits they're getting from it and what they can get out of the POA in representation. Indeed, because the Manston site is going to, it's going to be huge, isn't it, when it's fully... It's, it's fully definitely going to be huge, yes. So I think we need to increase already our amount of reps that we have have there. And that's part of what we're here to do, isn't it? Yes. To, to, to give new reps the training, the, the knowledge, and hopefully the confidence to, exactly. to work on behalf of, behalf of the members. We have two of those those relatively new reps with us today, Callum and Michaela. Callum, what's life like at, at Manston on a day when there is cross-channel traffic, small boats coming in with people on them? So it can be obviously fairly fairly busy. We, again, I've got a lot of 
new DCOs and OSOs on site. So there's obviously a lot of training going on. It's it's sort of building up because it's only been established really for about two years. It's trying to get built up so that all agencies all work together and succeed on the job of making the uh, residents come through the site safely within 24 hours and then go on to onboard um, destinations. That must be quite a challenge actually because in theory and increasingly in practice the people you're looking after are only there for a short period of time. Yes, yeah, it is. It's, it's sort of trying to gauge information from them, which is quite difficult. Obviously, you only got 24 hours. You're only really in your shift spending 12 hours with that resident. So trying to pick up things like safeguarding and stuff from the residents mm-hmm. is quite difficult sometimes to pick out. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Michaela, what, what made you want to step forward as a POA rep? I think it's just a case of like for each team is having some that can voice but then do it in a way that it don't come across rude or rude as such to the management so you can have their bond with the management that you can get rapport with them that if something does happen and someone needs your help you can actually go and ask them what situation and see if they can help you resolve it. I think the idea of, of being able to have a dialogue uh, with management that is respectful on both sides yeah. and, and, and aimed at solutions rather than necessarily confrontation is clearly going to work well but often we find don't we that that it's management who are unable to step up to the plate on that so it must it must be quite a journey of discovery for them as well as as well as our reps to to work in a, a more consensual way yeah definitely agree with you on that one yeah can I ask both of you in your time working at Manston what have been the things that have most surprised you both for good and for bad well, the amount of staff that we've got and like the different roles, like you join the job not really knowing much about it. It's taken me, what, a year and a half to sort of realise that every process you go through for the resident when they come in. And that goes back to the point you were making, Callum, wasn't it? About the fact you, you're, in, you're with them for such a short period of time, but you've got to cover so much ground. Yeah, definitely. And I, I saw when I started here, I've learned a lot, not just about the job, but about the cultural background of of the residents coming over on the boats. So there's, you know, I've learned quite, you know, quite a lot about their, their cultures and, and how different things work and policies and, and laws work in different countries. So it's quite interesting. You're sort of doing history at the same time as working. So it's, it's quite an eye-opener. Yeah, indeed. Well, also with, with us is Mark. And uh, Mark works on one of the juxtaposed sites and I imagine me just saying that is going to cause a lot of head scratching amongst a fair number of listeners. Mark, what is a juxtaposed site? France, simple as that. We work in France. We are out of the UK totally. We are management. We've only got our team managers. So we are left to get on with the job without management being there. (laughs) We're totally isolated. We uh, have to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's if there's an issue, it needs to be resolved because, yeah, because yeah. you can't just like no. pop into your car or or whatever. So I could, but it takes a long time to drive down to the port, cross the ferry, drive yeah. over to the juxtaposed sites, and and have a meeting. So you you and your colleagues have to establish a durable relationship with the yeah. local management. Yeah, local management also. The authority, the UK authority out there also has to, and we have to work with them, plus the French authorities. So it's always a, a battle or a 
finding a decent compromise between all parties. When you say that, the picture that crops up in my mind is of a tightrope walker who's juggling at the same time as they're walking across a tightrope. There yeah. must be a very fine balancing act that you need. There is, because obviously UK side of it, you're meant to be doing part A, which don't always work with the French side, but you have to be the go-between. Yeah. What's it like? What's a, a day in your life and the, those of the other POA members on the juxtaposed sites like when there is a lot of traffic going across the, the channel or trying to get across the channel? A very busy day. <laughs> a very busy day. No, we get the people in. So you go on the freight side. We'll get a call. We'll go around, collect the people. We'll do the searching. We'll put them away, ready for processing. Then we sit back for the immigration side to do the processing. It's a 12-hour day. And you could be rushed off your feet for 12 hours, literally yeah. rushed off your feet. You just don't. The day just vanishes. Before you took up this, this position, did you have any inkling that this type of work existed in the, in the service, let alone existed offshore? No, totally bamboozled. When I first went out to France, it was a big eye-opener. Never knew anything. Didn't even know that this existed. And how, how would you describe it to someone who like yourself in the position you were you were in and thinking i never even knew this how do you describe that oh i can't honestly i can't describe it it's it's a site or an area which you literally have to turn up and see for yourself the day-to-day -day problems which occur the people you see their problems in the 23 years i've been out there i've seen some horrific sights not just adults, kids as well. Yeah, yeah. And you think you've got kids in lorries, which in this type of weather are soaked through, freezing. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it changes you in a way. It does change you because you never expected to see it. Do you sometimes get to the position of thinking, uh, of almost pinching yourself and, and, say, and saying, I, you know, I can't believe this is part of my normal working day? taking an abstract people would run a mile from it yes yeah when i first went out there it was no as i said it was just you could not describe what you're seeing and any new ones that come over and they ask you well what what do you see you tell them and they just look at you absolutely horrified and or it's a uh, no surely you can't be as bad as that until they actually see it and actually see what the things that we do see does it give you confidence to see that we have younger reps being willing to take up positions yes. and, and coming through? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. They, they need to see it. And the term I use probably shouldn't, but you get hardened to the sights you see. And so then you're not, you're focused on the job in hand. Callum and Michaela, how, how would you like to see your involvement in the POA develop? You've obviously taken the, taken a big first step in uh, becoming a, a rep, but you'll be aware of the range of, of activities and interests and, and campaigns that the POA uh, are, are working on. What do you want from, from the union and from your involvement in it? Sort of really to see sort of like Madison site really recognise the POA a bit more, I think, on site, especially with managers, you know, certain policy procedures that, that go on. And also when we sort of question it on behalf of members on, on the site, they just sort of, they want to fight and argue back with you. 
but so they sort of need to understand, I think, a bit more policy and procedures, still with the the law, but also, you know, the, the POA sort of side as well. I think also, like, just getting the younger gener- generations actually to Manston, and Manston gets a lot of bad press, but it has got a lot better since I first started. So to get more younger people to get in there to make sort of more of a career as such, if that's what they want to do, but to say females up there, you can be a female work up there. It doesn't matter. You don't need to shy away that because you're young and female, you won't fit in or it won't be a job for you. There's a lot of younger females there that actually started. that think actually it's not just a bloke's job per se. It is a female's job. And Manson's whole, we don't have many females because they think DCO, it's not a female role. It is. I mean, more younger and female people obviously going for the job and thinking it is actually quite a good job to get involved with at a young age. And in fairness to Mighty, the jobs that are being offered at Manston are are proper jobs. They're not gig economy jobs or fixed-term contracts. They are substantive contracts of employment with input over to what's in that contract of employment from the union as part of the negotiating process. Yep. You would think with a scenario at Manston where you have really busy days where, where where basically like mark said the stuff the feet don't touch the ground there are also green days and you would have thought that an employer may be tempted to go along the lines of uh, zero hour contracts of like you say almost gig economy jobs but the contracts that have been issued out at manston are good full-time employment contracts and we're, we're working hard to to try and improve relations on site with mighty we don't always agree but the, the the good thing is that the relationship is strong enough that when we don't agree on something we don't let it impact on what we're going to talk about the next day you know we we are building a, a solid relationship with the managers on on site it's growing faster than anything I ever imagined it would. I guess, you know, my colleagues at the table from the committee feel the same way. Ultimately, we're being told that there is the potential for a thousand DCOs on site. Well, I can't square that in my, my rationale about how you would have a thousand. So, you know, it is going to be, it is going to be a big site. I think they're moving towards calling it the National Reception Centre rather than Manston Short-Term Hold Facility. And I think when the Immigration Migration Act comes in, that'll be the the key or the the catalyst to the site expanding even further. But yeah, relations on relationships between the POA and managers are positive, but we don't always agree, but we don't let that damage the relationship. And Alan, you're, you're going to have your hands full just keeping pace with the, the growth, the influx of members of staff and therefore the recruitment and organising activity that goes with, with that. Listeners, Alan's got a slightly pained expression on his face at the moment as he's <laughs> contemplating what the, the, the task ahead. But presumably that, that would make your branch one of the, the, the biggest in, in the union and it probably makes Manston one of the biggest, if not the biggest employer in the county. Definitely, definitely. And uh, we need to build on on the work that we're doing now and expand through the POA, as I said before, by doubling, maybe even tripling the amount of branch reps that we have. Been there for nearly two years now and the site has grown from a rough, overgrown 
decrepit buildings falling down to being cleared. And you can just see, even though we haven't been told what's going up, where there's going to be builds and the amount of staff that are going to be coming in have grown every couple of months. They tell us more and more are coming because there's different parts of the contract get added on to the site there. So it is going to be huge. Well, I, I and I'm sure the rest of the evening look forward to seeing the fruits of your labour, as it were, as, as the branch develops in pace with the site. Mark, Alan, Callum, Michaela and Andy Baxter, thank you all very much indeed. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. The experiences of Alan, Callum, Michaela and Mark show the range of roles and responsibilities covered by POA members and the challenge and importance of high levels of membership and sufficient local representatives. So wherever you are based and whoever your employer is, if you're not yet a POA member, speak to your local rep today. Or you can visit poauk.org.uk for information on how to join and all the work the union undertakes on behalf of members. You can also get further information from Andy's office at Cronin House, the union's headquarters. Thank you for listening. I hope you have enjoyed what you heard and will join us for the next episode of the POA podcast. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.